Hey, welcome to Ikea, where even this desk is circular. Huh, how so? Looks pretty rectangular to me. It's because we're always looking to repair, reuse, and we love our products, like buying back your Ikea items for store credit. Or shop our as-is section for great deals. You can even order free spare parts. Get on the circular path for a more sustainable future. Still a rectangle. Get started at ikea-usa.com slash circular. Visit ikea-usa.com slash circular for as-is information and buyback and resale terms and conditions. Spare parts not available for all products. At IKEA, your dream home is a blue bag away. No matter the size of your space or budget, we've got everything you need to turn your dreams into reality. And now with new lower prices on hundreds of our most popular products, bringing the dream home is even easier. Like the gray strandum wing chair, was $369, now $299. And the IKEA Plus 365 nine-piece cookware set was $129.99, now $89.99. And hundreds more. Shop new lower prices at ikea-usa.com today. Sorry. Mm, so sorry. I thought I was on link there when you said I'm you're on. Super worried about my. Um, oh, not the space again. Big time. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, dear. big time worried now. Shit. Okay, you got five minutes. What do you want? How, how do okay, you? Okay, just to let people know I haven't got much space left on my computer. Um. Uh, well, should oh, I? Bloody hell. Oh, I can't beat. I can't record. Oh, I know. I know something I can possibly do. Um, <laughs> do, you want, do you want to tell them what's going on? Um, we have a surprise guest today. Um, David doesn't know who it is. Um, no, I'm. I I have no idea who this is going to be. Listen, when, when we have a surprise guest, there's quite a lot of sort of texting about who it is, even though we know the other person isn't going to tell you. That's yeah, it's quite nice to try and get little. Uh, um, there's a very specific reason this person's on, which will... I don't feel like I'm prepared. I'm just well, going, not, going to storage on my Mac. <gasps> right, so we've got <clears throat> loads of space now. I'm done. Okay. So, uh, guest, I've nearly, I've nearly said this person's name about three times, because, you know, we put things in calendars and emails and stuff. I've written the name and then had to change it to surprise guest quite a few times. Oh, really? Yes, I've nearly given it away, but... Um, I don't know how to feel about this. I sort of don't know what's... I don't know what's going to Are happen. they well known? Yeah. Have I met them? Mm, don't think so. Um, see, we're doing this again. I'm not... Um, no, I know, <laughs> but... I feel um, a bit... I suddenly feel like I'm shivering. <laughs> You're coming down with something? Cause <laughs> no, I think it's all nerves and stuff, I think. When, right. when you get nervous, how do you feel? What, what's your go-to? Because when I'm nervous, I, can't, I feel sick and I can't eat and things like that. Oh, do you, you remember George Rygold? Yeah. Yeah, lovely um, George. He was great. God, what's his real name? Uh, Fucking 
Anyway, he I gigged with him a lot in the early days. I guess we were on the same because mm. he was a character act, and he would be like before the gig, disturbing. Yeah, a lot of retching. I've heard that quite a few people, like famous people and stuff. Like I remember, I remember hearing uh, what Pamela Stevenson talk about Billy Connolly, like having a like a panic attack before he was about to go on and stuff. Really? Yeah, he was really shitting himself. And uh, I was like, oh, right, fucking hell. Not healthy, I listened it? to Jimmy Carr on... Um, <clears throat> you heard it on um, Comedian's Comedian. Yes. He had a panic attack during his act. Did he? On stage, like a proper panic attack. Oh, my God. And that sort of knows how to deal with how it. How did you not so joke your way out of that? Because that's fucking terrifying. I've never had a proper panic attack. I have. What been horrible. Did you struggle to breathe and stuff? I can't tell it's it's like it's so scary, it's like impending doom. It feels like you've got a heart attack coming. It's just it's horrendous. It's so horrendous. Okay now. Right. <laughs> I wish you'd lighten it up before I guessed. That's my fault. Sorry. Oh right, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry for not no, making it comfortable. No, for no, our no, no. My fault. Guest. <laughs> my fault for asking you what a panic attack was like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which I always do as a, a little thing before a guest is coming on. What's well, this? my bowels have been evacuated. <laughs> oh, that's good. Makes a nice change. You don't have to run off and have a plop. Um, no, you held it all right last time, didn't you? Yeah. When we had Dermot on. <laughs> I, um, I wonder if Dermot's got our present. Mm. When did you send it? Two weeks ago, maybe. Ooh, not heard anything. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's my neediness, Ooh. isn't it? Uh, <laughs> tweet him. No. <laughs> Dermot. Give him a little tweety. Remember us? my present. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm nervous. I'm shaking. I've, I've, I've felt like I was being quite relaxed, and now I'm like, fucking hell, who's this I'm about what? to talk to? I, when it's my, I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. I, I wake <sighs> up with anxiety and stuff. Because I see it. For, oh, God, I don't like it. <laughs> no. It's fucking Sarah Ferguson! <laughs> <laughs> the princess. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought, I, thought the, I genuinely thought, how's that happened? <laughs> I thought, hello, oh. boys. <laughs> Tell us about Budgie the flying helicopter. Oh, God. How is that? I need to put a jumper on. Stop doing that with your shoulders. He's going to turn up right now. How can I help still hear him breathing? Oh. Anything? <laughs> I feel really nervous. <laughs> I've got internal. <laughs> oh, I know who this is. Surely. Has they, they arrived? Have they arrived? We should say their name this time because we never say their names. Oh, connecting with audio. 
Hello. Well, fuck my boots. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Greg. How are you? Greg, Hello, you know, how are you doing? Uh, Greg, I responded like that because I didn't know he was coming on. Did you know that? <laughs> Did, did I tell you? Uh, yeah, I, well, I knew. Yeah, I knew there was a surprise, a surprise ah, element. But I, oh. I, I've never been greeted with "fuck my boots" before. But <laughs> I want that every time I turn up to anything. Oh, yeah, well, you, I never. There you go. Can you yeah, hear me? Lovely. Yeah, you got big time. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Can you hear me through? The, can you hear me through this? Or because I'm supposed to be a professional. Yeah, can yeah, you, yeah. Can you hear us? <laughs> yeah, but I can hear you through the thing. God, Hang you're on, one sec. <laughs> you are a bad broadcaster. <laughs> do you have someone to do my broadcast? Uh, <laughs> yeah, broadcast? yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are yeah. your people in the in the hallway? Yeah, they're out. They're out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got loads of things going on in my mind at the moment. I've got Jimmy Anderson. I've got. Radio One, the breakfast show. <laughs> I've got John Kern. Calm down. Oh right. So can I just can I just John in, interrupt you with the John Kearns thing? What's the John yeah. Kearns thing? So John Kearns one of my best mates. Oh, is he? Um, I didn't know that. We went we went to university together and we lived ah. together for a few years and we're just wow. just great pals. He's one of the greatest men ever. And he's, he's one of the funniest man. men of all time. Bit weird. You haven't got him on as a psychic. <laughs> well, well, you did. In, in the early days before. Because I'm a number one talent spotter. Before he even won his, his first Edinburgh, we had, him on, we had him on the afternoon show and he did a feature called Help Me Johnny, where he was basically... He was just doing his uh, agony advice. Like, he was just <laughs> like, well, maybe you should be, you know, trying to date other people. Exactly. That is so, all he does, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> Take the voice away now. Yeah. Nada. But he didn't, even need, uh, he didn't even need the wig and the teeth because it was on yeah. radio. But do you know yeah. what? We were, the, the first time I, I came across Brian Gittins was because of John. And oh, John, really? So it's still to this day, and it's bizarre that I'm doing a sort of sound check with you on, on a podcast because to this day, regularly we do... Test, 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 oh, test, fuck. test. From the old Spreaker shows. Do you remember? Well, that? I've been talking about that loads with because our films just come out, and so they keep asking, "Where's this come from? This yeah. this idea?" <laughs> and so every interviewer just saying, "Well, I did this terrible uh, phone-in show, and really, oh, it's so much fun." It was the it was it's one of the funniest sort of five to ten minutes of of podcast I've, I've ever heard in my life i actually found it last night um, yeah i know i know I feel, I feel like that website needs to get test 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 do you even know what we're talking about that no, do you I even know that know. it's a mad it's a mad it's a mad thing where you were i know it was the a show but i didn't know what it was the, a robot that you were um trying, <laughs> trying to dial in i found it last night i was going to play it but i can't find the page now but it yeah. was uh, it was good. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, oh, surprise! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is lovely. This is lovely. <laughs> when I contacted Greg, it was about... Um, You're already quiet, Joe. Why are you quiet again? Oh, just shy. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that... Oh, God. Let's go is... quiet. Now? Unless it's just me. Uh, I can't do that the whole time. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, I contacted Greg because we'd just started... Um, we'd talking about you trying to teach me about cricket right and uh i had discovered greg was a huge cricket fan and i i listened to uh, tail enders greg yeah. um i didn't understand a word <laughs> genuinely <laughs> yeah. i was like right. wow yeah i could easily make this a cricket episode 
but and I'm, yeah. I'm sort of aware Joe's I'm trying to think whether no, to be no, selfish I'll, ha- I'll happily um, listen to something I don't understand for yeah but I think I think that's that's part of the part of the joy of cricket is that even when you love it and David are you a big test cricket fan as well right so that's you, all I like but, I don't really follow county right so that's but I think test cricket is obviously the most complicated part of cricket and format of it but even when you love it as much as we do, you don't actually, there are bits that you still don't understand. And there'll, yeah. there'll be bits that you'll go, oh, oh, okay, I see what they were doing there. Or you don't quite understand the statistics sometimes. So Look at that. Look at that. No, right. Look how thick it is. <laughs> right. There's no way I know all of that. <laughs> <laughs> On any subject, that's even your own life. Except I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, there's lots of nothing which I think is important in life, is to have lots of nothing. Yeah, but it's building towards something, isn't it? It's never nothing. Yeah, there's always always something. And it's we always say, on on the podcast, we always talk about test cricket as being a little bit like life in five days. You've got everything. You've got the real mundane stuff. You've got really exciting stuff. You've got sort of tragedy, heartbreak, real real sadness, real joy, elation, everything. But then, um, and at the end of it all, it can be a draw, so you kind of go, well, that was a complete <laughs> fucking waste of time. Yeah. A bit like life. That's what you were talking about on the, the, the emergency one. And there was, you, you had the, emer- the the last podcast was the emer- the, the Right, right, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was, yeah, you basically were saying that you were sort of working out whether you should celebrate drawing. <laughs> I was just trying <laughs> to think, what do you think? The thing is, it's not, a, it is a draw, but it's all part of the test series. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> There's always that's that's the other thing is that there's always and it's the same with any sport I guess but with with test cricket in particular there's there's games within a game so you've got and then within those games other games and it just goes on and on and on so for example the the context of the series was that England were being are they completely obliterated but there was a moment where they could make the obliteration not quite as terrible and they managed to do it and there's also history that Jimmy Anderson was the one who had to play out the last few balls and survive in order for the match to be a draw that that ha- that's happened a few times before because he's always goes in at the death hence tail ender he's a tail ender batsman so there's always these bits of drama that always happen there's loads of stuff it's a, a cricket test cricket is a novel it is okay. a novel yeah and a game of football is a pamphlet yeah. um, <laughs> and, beano. um beano. <laughs> is jimmy anderson really shit at batting because I saw you bowl him out in the nets. <laughs> How bad is he? Am I better than him? Can I talk about my career, please? Well, I'll just, I'll just say a one-word answer. No, he's not shit at batting. And no, I knew my, he wouldn't be. Can I ask you about your career? Yeah, nah, don't. No, go on, go on. Yeah, when, when did you play? When did you, I played under-16 <laughs> Sussex. You played for County? Uh, yes, I did. I went over to Jersey and hit an unbeaten 50. <laughs> Um, I cried when I was picked in the under-13s in front of about 30 boys. That's come up six or seven times. Were the, th- were the 30 boys related to the team or were they just, uh, yeah. <laughs> just in the them, park? Gathered them while he got the answer. Did you play? play, Greg, or do oh, you play? I played, um, similarly, under-16, minor county ah, <laughs> um, for, for Hertfordshire and East Hearts as well. Okay. Yeah. What were you? Were you, were you a bit of both? I was a little bit of both. I preferred being a a, a, a batter because I, I, I loved. It. I was obsessed with Graham Graham Hick. 
He was my favourite oh, player. Yeah. And it was, I was annoyed because I grew up in, in Bromley in Kent. And then by the time I was a teenager, we'd moved to, to Bishop Stortford. And, and Hertfordshire wasn't quite enough. Because you want, if you're playing for Kent, that's like a proper county. Yeah, Hertford, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, but anyway, it didn't matter because I wasn't really good enough. I wasn't... I wasn't, I wasn't either. I wasn't mentally cut out for it, really. I, 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 I enjoyed it and then I, I liked having... Joe, I really can't hear you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's something to do with your... It always just... Right, I'll... Um, it I'll, sort of suits this part, this actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was invited on by Joe and I've not talked to him once. <laughs> well, I'll see you in an hour and I'll just stop recording my end. <laughs> Who's that other guy? Is that, is that, that producer's talking? <laughs> Greg, can I have your number and just call you, please? <laughs> <laughs> we, we sometimes start WhatsApp groups with our guests and then they sort of peter off after a week when we realise it was a shit idea. I think it would be, it would be a pleasure to be in a group with you two. Be, and we'll, and we'll John Kearns as well. I'd like to talk yeah. about John in. Yeah, um, and my other and my other pal, um, who you probably know, Pat Cahill. So we'll shove him oh, in. Oh, yeah. Pat, yeah. yeah. So we all live. Is together, he still yeah. doing live stuff? He is. Yeah, he's doing he's doing some live stuff now that live stuff's come back, and he's um, yeah, just a, a very lovely man. Do you it's know Pat through Jane? Um, through John? We all lived together at uni. We all met. Oh, good yeah. lord! Big, right. Big how did you? House. How did you go from uni to the Radio One Breakfast Show, please? And how do I do it as well? <laughs> yeah. Any lucky breaks, or was it pure drive? Well, I'm, ple- I'm pleased that you've got me on to talk about my new book, Breakfast Show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I. So it's, it's. I mean, it's taken me 14 years to get to the Breakfast Show. So oh. I'm now. Yeah, but ha- hang on a minute. Like, where were? Because when I was like 21, I was raking bunkers in a golf course, listening right. to Chris Evans, thinking, yeah, yeah. I want to be part of his posse. <laughs> <laughs> Not even I want to be in charge. I had no idea how to get from the bunkers <laughs> <laughs> to his posse. <laughs> but you've managed it. I, I, did, I did a lot of... So we did English and drama at university. Yeah. And I did a lot of... Um, we did a lot of shows, a lot of performances. We put on a lot of things, sort of comedy nights and cabaret things and all the rest of it. But I did a lot of student radio. And, um, did you? At, at, it was UEA, Norwich. They, right. had, um, they had a really good... A, I mean, a great student radio station. And um, on my first day, you know, they have the Freshers Fair thing. A, a, a guy who's since become a really good mate of mine, Big Dave, he was a... He was in his last year, but he sort of it was like an eternal student to stay there forever. But he ran the student radio station and was just flyering and said, would you like to come and do anything on, on the radio? And I'd, I'd always been interested in it. And I'd done a little bit of stuff at hospital radio and I'd sort of helped out at a local hospital radio station because I was obsessed with it. But then I got into student radio and then never left. And that was basically it. And then just did loads of shows. And then Radio 1... Long story short, they kind of spotted me through what? the student Did radio they? awards. Yeah, there was an awards thing that you enter a demo and then they, they spotted me through that. And then I just, when I finished my university course, I was invited to London to do a couple of tryouts, a couple of pilots. And then... How old were you? I was 21 when I got... Was literally the day after my graduation, I had my first show. It was mad. Mm. What, on Radio 1? Yeah, it was crazy. Look how annoyed, look how annoyed he looks, Greg. Look how... No, I'm just absolutely... Ba- I was being bullied by a five-foot-one greenkeeper. <laughs> how do you do that? Yeah, but what I'll say this to you, where's that, where's that greenkeeper now? He, he's Dermot O'Leary. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Over there. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> here he comes, Dermot. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, there was a, it was... There's always a lot of luck involved in these sorts of things and timing. And there was a there was a, a spot for me. They they were getting rid of a couple of presenters and they wanted someone a bit cheaper. <laughs> what, what was the, what was the show they offered you? The first one. Well, I did. I started on the early breakfast show, which was four four till six thirty before Shit. before Moyles, before Chris Moyles. And that was okay. This is, this is the best episode <laughs> I've ever. You were on before Chris Moyles. Yeah, in 2000, Comedy Dave. 2007 Comedy Dave, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a crossover did, when, when, you were, when, he was, when you were leaving? He was well, there was, the, there was the maddest thing is that he didn't really speak to me for about, uh, about a year. He didn't what? have it because he, he's one of those people that I think, you know, sort of territorial and he was this new kid. A southerner university who's this snotty sort of student yeah 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 he was right yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah but in about uh, it took about 12 months and then how did was, you win him over uh just he really liked sausages <laughs> sure <laughs> hang on a minute i've got to go back to you've been given a slot like he he's had the radio breakfast radio one breakfast show for 10 10 years or something uh, yeah, did it, yeah, did it you're from on, turn, yeah. You're 21, you're on before, how, were you not nervous? Yeah, but also, it was so bizarre that I, I didn't, because I just had to, had to move to London, in the, it just all happened very quickly, I had to move to London and get sorted with that and work out what, what to do, because I'd just done student radio shows and I'd done a few shows on, on Galaxy Radio in the North East and I'd done a few tryouts and cover shows there, but nothing like Radio 1, but I'd listened to it forever, so I'd, I'd, I knew... Yeah. I knew what was sort of expected and I, I knew the DJs really well and not personally, but I, <laughs> I knew everything about them before I even got there. And it, but it felt sort of, it was a very, it was a very weird time. Very, very weird to sort of jump from university to suddenly go goodbye guys. I'm off to how, how was yeah. everyone around you when you said, uh, cause everyone tends to go on the dole after they leave you. <laughs> and you were yeah. like, I'm, uh, I'm moving to, to West London. <laughs> to, be, yeah. to be successful and god that's unbelievable it was bizarre i think i remember the the first the first sort of year i thought oh my god this is the most amazing thing ever and then you you go oh god well when's it going to end surely it's going to end in a minute and then i think just horrible anxiety kicked in for the next five five years oh that's better that's what, good five years what <laughs> well you doing just, that show for five years i did two years on that show and then i did two and a bit years on the afternoon show so edith bowman's old show and then i moved from that show to drive time and i did that for six years wow, and then i did astonishing and then i did i've been doing three years on on breakfast it's breakfast yeah. breakfast is the big the one the one to you want to get to right like drive yeah. time's sort of like championship and uh, <laughs> Breakfast is Premiership. You're basically your Man City. Like your Man City Champions basically. League. Is yeah, the champion. yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. PSG. I'm opening the batting for England. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. understand that. Yeah, I get. Honestly, it's it is. You're doing it, so you you're used to it, Greg. It's amazing that how many people get to do the Radio One Breakfast Show, like. Not many. Uh, yeah, not many. It does. It, it it does still feel very very special, even though yeah. I, I, I don't like getting up. But. Who are the big names who've done it like over the years? Moyles, Cox, um, Evans. 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 Huge Evans was. Um, Steve Wright. Mayo. Mayo. Yeah. 
um, Kevin Greening. Kevin Greening. Yeah, some some really um, Noel Edmonds. Wow, hello, hello. Mm. Uh, Tony Blackburn, of course, the first one. No, yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot, lot of you know, lot of old white men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but Blackburn was the first one. Yeah. How good is Chris Moyles on the radio when you watch him up close? Do you think Christ, he knows what he knows what he's doing? Yeah, well, Moyles and and Scott Mills were the ones that I listened to as a kid and thought, oh my god, that's really amazing how they're managing to just to bring all these not only people together, but all the clips and the yeah. effects and the, just all the timing of all the, of all the bits on the radio has, has always really fascinated me. So that's something that I've really always loved. I think all the, the, the clips and the, and just the way that you can like you have to piece things together. Yeah. Moyles is a sort of master at, at using all that stuff. And it was amazing to, um, yeah, amazing to sort of be there at the same time as, as those, huge names i mean it was also it was the time of zane lowe and joe yeah. wiley yeah. and you had um god yeah yeah it was, it was sort of the giles peterson era with, yeah when pete tong was and judge jules and all those people they were just so so famous mm. and um yeah it was cool it, it just didn't feel real actually for the first time no. it just felt completely bizarre oh, sure. I, I remember reading chris moore's always stands up when he's <laughs> I've never understood that. I just, I can't. That just keeps you a little on, you know, on your toes. And I just, got, I don't know why you'd, why would you stand up when you can sit down? Yeah. I've never understood yeah. that. It'd be a little bit worse. Just sit down, be a bit crapper at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have a, have a... Thanks for the critique. Yeah. I... <laughs> not, not, not you. Well, no, imagine someone said, hmm, I've listened to your show. Do you sit down? <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Sounds like you're sitting down again. <laughs> I've got show So around. how many hours do you do in the morning? Do you, do you mind us talk, talking about Radio 1? No, not <laughs> at all. For an hour. No, no. How many hours do you do in the morning? I do 7 till 10.30. Right. And how much of that is... It's obviously you all tightly structured... You know who's coming on when, or yeah, a bit. It's very listener-led, so we tend to set up a couple of bits, but we leave a lot of space for it to be freewheeling, which is nice. So there's always, there's always bits. There's always a couple of bits that we know are happening, but there's always space for something stupid. So it's, the show is supposed to be quite reactive to everything that's happening. So, like the the Boris Johnson party thing last night, or um, what whatever happened the damon Albarn taylor swift thing that happened last night yeah. those there's always space to do a thing about it and there was no what did we do today we had um samuel l jackson is filming a marvel thing in in huddersfield <laughs> so mm -hmm. that was immediately funny and we got some people who were just running around huddersfield trying to find him and oh. there was a, someone who was in the same restaurant as the same italian restaurant as, as him on friday and there's, there's lots of stuff there's loads of fun stuff you can do with listeners because there's just there's lots of them listening and, and up for taking part so yeah there are bits but we we like to just have space to um to do stupid stuff when but i've got a restaurant story if you want to hear please thank you <laughs> um <laughs> My brother-in-law and my sister were, <clears throat> were walking through this little restaurant in Sussex and they're all dressed up to like Saturday night and he was, had his, his shirt on, his smart trousers, shoes, walking through the restaurant past the tables and he just heard a nice shoes and he turned around, it's John Travolta. <laughs> And the restaurant said, nice shoes. <laughs> thank you, John, or thank, thank you, you Mr. Much. Travolta. That's quite mad, isn't it? Yeah. What, 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 what was, was there, and there was nothing else said. 
No, that was just uh, there's just a nice click to the heel on the <laughs> marble. So your 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 brother-in-law is Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Greg, when you sit down at six fifty-nine, are you just? Are we all ready? Okay, let's go. Bang! <laughs> or are you fucking hell? What am I going to say first? <laughs> basically, how panicked are you? What's the now, worst you? you've ever been panicked? Basically, <laughs> <laughs> tell us that Please story. How human. badly has it gone, and when? Yeah, it's well, it's, it's it can be really horrible. I mean, it can. I mean, it's all well, relative. You're like that, though, aren't you? At the top, you're just like, we all ready? We all set? Okay, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it is yeah. a bit. It's cabin crew door, manual. Let's go. <laughs> oh shit. But it, well, we've 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 done a we've done a sort of uh, just about an hour or so of, of prep before the show, just talking through the bits. And I've got a brilliant load of people that I work with, and we they always help find the funny things or or whatever. But yeah, there's there is a there's always a weird moment every morning, which is oh shit, it's happening. If I don't talk now, if I don't yeah, talk, now, yeah, then well, it doesn't it doesn't happen. Yeah, that I always I always find that quite weird. You know, you have those sort of intrusive thoughts where you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is yeah. what we're skirting round basically because we. But we, you must get it on stage all the time. And you go, if I don't walk on that, it, I would nothing will happen. What, what, yeah, it's what true happen? actually because you go into autopilot, don't you? Yeah. you just have to. So I think during the to. pandemic, there was a lot of autopilot of just oh fucking hell, oh, god, yeah. how are we going to summon any sort of fun here but no it's it's a very exciting thing i remember my first day of the breakfast show vividly and i thought i didn't sleep obviously the night before because you suddenly think about sort of the, the weight of history yeah. <laughs> but people who are just up at seven o'clock and what they just want you know something to not be shit who did you um, follow um nick grimshaw so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah nick grimshaw finished in uh 2018 and i started then but it was the first weirdly the first morning i i think because i'd waited for such a long time to just ha maybe one day have a go at this show for i was the sort of weirdly five minutes more as the calmest i've ever been and just went oh i think i can probably i can probably do this because yeah. the listeners had known me for ages and i'd done i'd sort of been doing radio shows like in a bedroom like this for since i was about 12 so it felt felt quite nice in a weird way because i thought well i'm if i'm not comfortable here then i i can't really be, i'm most comfortable probably in that room i'd say yeah. yeah 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 well i still want to give you a hug please <laughs> I'm feeling I, do, it's, I just think it's amazing it's amazing can't believe it oh well, that's very nice it's, it's, i don't really get to talk that much about it very often so it's nice to talk to nice to talk to you about it i remember listening to probably uh, Chris Moores or Chris Evans and they'd talk about the listening figures <laughs> and it always it always felt like a moment where well, if they've dipped yeah. is my manager going to come in my boss and say <laughs> hey are the listening figures a worrying part of the year or is it just mm. I've tried not to get too stressed about them really yeah um, it, and also weirdly <laughs> they switched them off during the pandemic <laughs> They just didn't, they didn't count them. Right. And um, it's because they couldn't, because they do face-to-face -face sort of surveying and all that kind of boy. Oh, is that so right? Okay. They couldn't do it in case the, in case the surveyors got COVID because of data. Right. <laughs> right. Data COVID. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, I, and I, it was quite blissful. We were all just sat there going, 
oh, you know, we're just doing this because we think it's good. And yeah, not that we want, not that we're being lazy, but we just kind of go, oh, well, does it actually matter? Any of this? Yeah. Did you and obviously, yeah. I guess it does somehow, you know. Did you do it, it from but, home as well? Did you, could you do no, it? No, I've home? been going in every day. Uh, so you I was did, going at no in. point did you do it, do it at home and sort of thing? No, oh, it, was, it, was oh, always, it was always straight through. I was, I was technically a, a key worker. Um, sure. And I thank you for your clapping. <laughs> <laughs> I would say no, I would say this is for Greg, not the nurses. When were I you was thinking it. of me when you were when you were hitting the walk on the doorstep? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah, the listening figures. I, I don't I don't get too too stressed by it because it. Uh, why? What's the point? I, I've always. I, I never I never cared when I was listening to even when I was watching my favorite comedies or listening to my favorite people. I never cared really how many other people were listening to it and if no no just, uh, well we do greg so. yeah we're chart well i personally <laughs> am chart obsessed <laughs> well you if you really want to know i'll tell you what I'm, you want to know they're fucking going up yeah <laughs> That's, but we're still hear. we're still stuck at around 24 our highest is in the chart yeah we're sort of jammed there cannot shift it other people (laughs) around us must must be doing okay which is very frustrating (laughs) because uh i'm prepared to push people down on the way up well Um, i'm 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 more than happy to uh to shout about this podcast oh that'd be amazing and and, uh and get you up the the dizzy heights of 23 (laughs) the only thing is there'll be a lot of people (laughs) that'll be disappointed it might work against us. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine those bad reviews rolling in. <laughs> but you had Harry Hill recently. Yes. Yeah. 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 Big name. Yeah. yeah he, he shifted yeah. some numbers. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this is a business a this, is a, this is very much business first we're trying it's to sell magic of radio but I, I call it like the, it's units now yeah yeah. yeah. Oh, do you know what I want to I want to know what time do you set the alarm and do you get enough sleep I don't get enough sleep and that's why I, I look um, fabulous I, I feel slightly way better yeah, yeah. <laughs> about 52 yeah. years what time do you go us? to bed how much sleep do you actually get and when oh, you get up? Someone in that house. Let me just shut the oh, door. Someone's oh. being loud. Right. Someone's having a wait. Look at he's got his PJs on. He's got his actually, PJs on. Yeah. Fucking PJs on. <laughs> 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 it's not his student coming on this podcast. Is this because yeah. we're 24th? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't do this for off menu would you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um not been advised on that oh, so no. right um, okay fair what, uh, what are we talking about what, what talking time about? do you set yeah. the alarm how much sleep do you actually get and when do you wake up i go to bed at around about quarter to ten and i'm up at about five and that's fine. I don't, I, I don't really ever moan about the, the sleep thing but, is fine. But, but I, my thing is, you do not panic in the night thinking, oh, what if I don't wake up when the alarm... Yeah. Yeah, there's, oh. there's, there's often a little bit of... Uh, and I, I wait. There's always a time you wake up and you look at the clock and it's half two or three and you go, yes, I've got two yeah. hours. Yeah. But then I when you wake s- up and it's 4.30, you go, oh... I used to set my alarm before I was with my, with my missus. I used to set my alarm for four... I set two alarms, one for four and one for half seven. What, so for that little moment. Yeah, so I'd get there every morning and then we started going over the show and she was like, what the fuck? And <laughs> I, I was like, like that. <laughs> so I'd have that three and a half, I'd go, yes, three and a half hours, yes. 
And then but it's val- that's valuable because for 10 minutes oh, uh, horrendous, yeah. before 5am is, is really worth two hours in real life. Yeah. But yeah, I, d- I don't think the, the getting up is obviously a nightmare. And you, for about t- five minutes, I just go, oh my God, oh my God, I hate it. And then you get used to it and you're fine. But I think the hardest thing that no one really talks about with those sorts of shows is that you have to, you just have to be good immediately. And that, so at seven or a lot of breakfast shows start at six. I'm quite lucky, but you have to be good at six o'clock is a really sort of weird thing. I mean, that's just like no one, no one performs at six o'clock in the morning. Cause we, so I think that's the hardest bit. Of we, it. we did, um, we did this shit because we do it every morning, and we yeah, I guess we're a bit we're similar to Greg yeah, we're very similar numbers. What time do you normally? Because I know. Thanks for doing it late, by the way. I, no, I no, 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 What time no, do you no. normally record? Well, usually about nine, nine half eight, nine. But we were filming something last year, and so we would do it at six every morning. Oh, earlier, so, so I'll get a text from Joe at five. Yeah, just... be about quarter past. Yeah, sort of half. Yeah, no, half. No, that's, no, it's disrespectful. <laughs> what's happening on this? <laughs> <laughs> who who are they? And will they who come on? One of those characters. One of those characters was my wife. Oh, I don't God. know who the other person was. I don't know. Is she, she wear a chatterbix? Is she, she a chatterbiscuit? I don't think she's aware of it. <laughs> I wonder if she's having an affair and try, thought she's coming to the spare room. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then for us to go upstairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did she ask you to put your headphones on? Put your headphones on just for half an hour. <laughs> Are they loud enough? Yeah. So, sorry, Joe, you were really interrupted no, by not that. At all. Um, yeah, we'd start at sort of quarter to six, and <laughs> how we because we discuss this a lot about how someone like yourself. You, you, you're going to have good and bad days. Everyone does. But you have to be on an even keel. Because me and David sort of... Because obviously we're not doing your sort of show. We would literally talk about how miserable we were mm. feeling at quarter to six and how we didn't want to do it. And, and stuff like, you well, I like that. I, the last episode, you said you cut out all the good bits and you're about to hear a load of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> David is our PR guru. <laughs> Basically, well, the only time we really, I've noticed, we really promote it is because we have a Twitter account and David will go, by the way, today's F is toss. Um, just to let you know, we never, oh, we never sort of go, it? it's never yeah. go, this is a belter today. Yeah. But, that, but yeah. that's the, that's the, the amazing thing actually about, about podcasts I've always found is that, especially with tail enders, but people like it when it's a bit shit. Yeah. And that's, but, but that's what we all like that. I mean, we yeah. all like stuff that's honest. And so I just have to temper that a little bit with the breakfast show. And it does have to be, the bass note does have to be <laughs> uplifting. Yeah. So what do you there do? are definitely moments where we're very honest and just say, this is, this is, this didn't work or the yeah. world is shit. And, and I think that is, right. it would be completely. Yeah. It would be weird. Yeah. Be, it'd be, um, it, it would be insincere and also, uh, why, why people listening to that would just go, why, why are you pretending like the world's Yeah, fine? exactly. I mean, yeah, but that's, yeah. that's sometimes, that's what a lot of commercial stations have to do. Like, yeah. Everything's absolutely fine. Good morning, traffic and travel coming next. <laughs> that's <laughs> superb, good. superb. That's You've always is. got that to fall back on. I genuinely yeah. mean that. Well, <laughs> How do you know uh, Jimmy, Greg? Was he put together for the pod? Amazingly with Jimmy, uh, in 2011, he, him and Graham Swan, who might be coming on Chatterbase. Oh, he would love this. Yeah, he said uh, yes, yeah. Okay, well, he, yeah. If you get him, he's a little flaky. He's a very, very Is he? great man. Is he now? Yeah. <laughs> but, Good um, impersonations. 
Yeah, good, good everything. Really? You'll have yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really, he's really loose. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. I would say maybe do it at night time when he's had a few. Him and um, him and Jimmy wanted to do a, a radio show because they they're big fans of music. They're in, really into their music, and they just wanted to do something that wasn't just about cricket. And so they came up with a show called Not Just Cricket. Which is nice yeah. to play on yeah yeah and, um and they wanted a host that wasn't a, a sports pundit who talked in sports speak and they knew that i loved cricket and they knew that i had like a music connection with radio one and everything and at the time i was quite young <laughs> and they got me to do the show and we did a few specials on five live and it and it ran for about three or four years and we did some amazing shows and like we did one um live at trent bridge and joe root was like a was one of the was a guest and he'd just broken into the england side and it was Bloody amazing hell. to get him as a, as a as a boy essentially yeah and then uh, and then it kind of it just sort of naturally stopped i guess and jimmy was playing and swanee retired and he had to go off and do other work and whatever but then we threw and, and i just became good mates with jimmy over that time and and um we then had an, had an, an idea to do a podcast yeah why don't we bring back the spirit of not just cricket and do a, a loosely cricket based podcast. And then, so Jimmy was up for it. And then I thought it would be nice to get somebody else who we'd had on, not just cricket as a guest. And that's when we got Felix white from Huckabee's involved. He's a, he's a massive cricket nut as well. Loves the game is as nerdy about it as, as everyone else is. And we've just, it's just sort of happened like that. And it's just gone on to, as I said, you just don't know how these things go. Like those no. shows can just, they just find their little audience. And I do love those things. It's which have their little, have their little audience. nice. Then aren't they? And they just, everyone listening gets all the little jokes and they get all the little nuances. Of it. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. We have love you them. done live shows. You haven't, yeah. Yeah, we did. We did a, we did a tour, um, in, in, uh, in, set, in October last year. And we did, we did about seven dates and it was just am- amazing. Cause Felix, oh, that must be so easy. They're all on your side. Yeah, just a great it's home gig, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And so Felix, but we wanted to make it good, so we 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 oh, no, no. probably <laughs> did it. <and laughs> just tell <turn laughs> up, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it short. <laughs> get in, get out. <laughs> Sell some merch. If anything, pop. I care too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I have a, if I have a feeling, but yeah. Um, yeah. So Felix put a band together. So we had basically half the Maccabees, and then um, we we came up with some some good bits, and then uh, and Jimmy was just. You know, he's Jimmy. He can just turn up and be Jimmy Anderson because yeah, exactly. Just fall, sort of. They they melt in front of him. I've never yeah. seen. Yeah, well, I would. I think I'd throw up. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? There's a there's a sort of there's a tear of sports person. If you love if you love oh. sport, then you just you you. I've seen grown men properly melt in the presence of Jimmy, and they they just panic and they go. Oh, well, well, I was, I was, I was, I was, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. five, five wickets five, so ten to ten to twelve to five, five. oh I bet yeah. bloody hell but it's yeah how old is he is he 39 or 40 he's 39 yeah so obviously when you watch him bowl it's incredible that he's 39 when mm. he's bowl, still bowling well. but up close do you look at him and go fuck me you're old does he look <laughs> old we actually have he's outside a lot isn't he <laughs> is that in the sun and that's like, is his face <laughs> starting to change no, we, we have this joke on, um, on the podcast where, because we were all in lockdown for a couple of years and we were all on these Zooms and we all looked terrible on Zoom, that when Jimmy started playing again and he was in glorious AHD on Sky Sports, that everyone just went, 
Fucking hell, he's so handsome. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm watching a movie star playing the role of a cricketer. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's still, I mean, it's, his, it's kind of, he is like a movie star because it's kind of his job to look great and be fit and just be good at running around and, and yeah. Bowling. So, no, he doesn't look old. I think he looks ridiculously good for his right. age. Yeah. Looking at pictures. Do you remember his hair when he first started? Yeah, his red hair. He's had little red streaks. <laughs> yeah. <in it. laughs> the best one is when he dyed it blonde. So, do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah. yeah. He looked like Gary Barlow when he was having a breakdown. So, <laughs> have you faced him at full pelt in the nets? I have. What's it like? It's horrible. It's really horrible. Because I saw them, I've only, I don't go to watch much cricket, but I saw England, it was Tendulkar's last match at Lord's, mm. and um, Tremlett was playing, Peterson, Jimmy Anderson, Swan. I couldn't believe how quick Jimmy Anderson was. I knew he was quick, but fuck me. It's the, it is the, it, it, it's all over before you know it. That's, yeah. that's how I best, to des- the best way to describe it is when I was facing it, you're and you're going through because I couldn't clear my head because I'm not a professional cricketer. You're thinking about all the things that could happen, and ultimately you're thinking about death. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. could be this could be it. Yeah. But also, what a way to go! So you think about all those things, your brain's running away with you. But before you can even think about it, your your stumps are on the ground. And because he's got a sort of at that speed and that skill level, the thing I noticed is that it the ball just a, is on a different trajectory than any other bowl you've ever faced. And it just duck, ducks under your eye line so quickly that you're just not trained to look at it. And it's just, it's like a tracer bullet and it just, he knows exactly where it's going to go. And he he's also really amazing at darts and that's not a massive surprise, but he, he just, he has the most incredible aim and yeah. he, he just, he will say it's going to go there and it will go there. So if he darts up, he'd be hot as fuck, wouldn't he? He'd look amazing in the darts, <laughs> wouldn't he? <laughs> so, well, well, compared to the other darts players, you mean? He'd just be yeah, like yeah. that, right? <laughs> Do you reckon he will side, sidestep into that if he's, if he's good at arrows? I think he could. He's also quite a good golfer, apparently. Joe Root's good as well, isn't he? A lot of the cricketers yeah. are golfers, yeah. They, they're quite good at it, um, which I guess makes sense. But yeah, he... Um, He's just one of those annoying people that's really good at all yeah. things. Yeah. And also the fascinating thing that is probably quite boring for people who don't like cricket. Sorry, Joe. But no, when, it's all right. I'm watching you, I play. We talk. probably is good as well. Watching yeah, a, a bit of Only Fools and Horses. I haven't seen this one in ages. He's so, when it's not about him, he's so fucking rude, this guy. <laughs> it's funny. I've, been, I've, been, I've actually been spending quite a, quite a lot of time with you two recently because of Afterlife and Sex Education. I've been, um, I've, I'm well up to date on all of it. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry. Oh, he, look, he's woken up now. Oh, it's about me now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to our player. Oh, um, <laughs> Greg, I wanted to. I wanted to get. I was, I was just going to say. Sorry, just quick. But he, he shows you um, the the skill he has with his fingers. Careful, um, and he he has got the most amazing sort of um, technique with it all and in the last second he can decide to change where the ball's going to go with the smallest adjustment of a f- around the ball and when you get when he gets talking like that it's really fascinating to just oh. to see that the level of, of of practice that he's had to do and, and and all the learning that he's done over the over the years it's not just it's not the fact that he's sustained a level of 
of excellence. He sort of he every time he trains and every time he plays, he he wants to get better at it and learn a new thing. Yeah. Sort of sort of amazing, really. That's why he's still great. I I, I just thought you've got Jimmy Anderson, you've got Ronaldo, you've got Tom Brady in the American football world. Yeah. Uh, what's my point? You just naming people you've heard of. Old people that are still performing <laughs> at the highest yeah, yeah. level. I think there's <laughs> not necessarily Andy Murray who's still at the top of his Federer? game. Federer, definitely. Yeah. But I know that Jimmy has a has an affinity with Andy Murray because of the way that they battle they battle the critics of oh he's past it, he's too oh he's injured, all the rest of it. So I think Andy Murray and, and Jimmy have got um got quite a lot in common in that in the way that they really battle it. And Andy yeah. sort of shows his battle a bit more than Jimmy does, but he really, Jimmy behind the scenes works so hard to keep. Yeah, you've got to still on. want, because I was looking at Tom Brady's sort of going grey, I was like, he still wants to chuck that bloody ball. <laughs> but he lo- that's the thing though, he loves it. Yeah. Like, we, we were texting him over the, during the ashes saying, oh my God, this is, are you okay? Are you depressed? Is this the worst? And he said, yeah, it's not great, but I still love it. Yeah, well, maybe it doesn't yeah. sound like he cares that much, <laughs> really, about the team. <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, he should be going, no, I feel awful, oh, this is going really terribly. Oh, what did they lose? And we right. need to do something, yeah. I'm having a great time. Yeah. I want to get Joe in the nets facing, because he sort of looks down his nose at cricket, and he thinks football's brilliant, blah, 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 blah. But I want to get him in the nets facing mm. 90 miles an hour. Did you ever play it, Joe? Did you ever play it as a I, kid? My dad, my dad uh, loves, loved cricket. And when we were kids, he tried to make me... He took me to a couple of Sunday morning things and I used to just pray for rain, right. basically. And then, like, after a couple of weeks, my dad realised I had no interest in it. Mm. And uh, that's it. I've never and and Dave, I, I jokingly got a bit sort of. I took the piss out of it, and David, the reaction. I wasn't react. I wasn't expecting the reaction I got from David. He got really cross with me, <laughs> and said it's only because I don't understand the. Do you know what I mean, Greg? Game. I got cross. <laughs> you got cross. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got. Well, I just said. I, I think I said, and I can't believe I shouldn't say it to me. I said, oh, it all looks a bit boring to me, yeah. and David went, all oh, right, well, that's because you're an idiot and you don't know anything about it. And I was like, I just thought he was sort of... Fair, fair point, fair point. <laughs> fair point, fair point. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, that's, that's, that's the thing. Brian, you're my guest, not David's. <laughs> no, not now. <laughs> yeah, but I guess everything looks boring if you don't know what it is. Well, that's what I said, Greg. Been, that's what I said. But he has been teaching me stuff, and... On my life, there was stuff I was like going, oh, okay, didn't had no idea, had no mm. idea. And of course, I started to go, well, that's that's much more interesting. And I was saying about my friend took me to see some tennis and he explained some stuff to tennis with me. And I loved it because it, he was explaining... Well, you didn't a, understand tennis? Not the, not the <laughs> detail. Well, the ball has to go over the thing in the middle. No, it's like he yeah, told yeah. me the details of like, like Andy Murray's... What I different. didn't like about it is like going, try a banana. Nah, it's boring. I don't want a banana. I genuinely no, we'll don't. Try it. They taste like no. no taste one. No, I, I hate like bananas. That, I hate bananas. <laughs> Have you ever tried? You've tried yeah. bananas. No, no, I genuinely haven't. <laughs> try a fucking banana, please. Not, <laughs> do it now. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. Now, um, what do you like? What do you like? I like satsumas. Right. Okay. Imagine if you'd never had a satsuma because they look like a pain in the ass. They look like a banana. Well, anyway, you know. <laughs> um, well, anyway, <laughs> but I, I, I have learned bits, and I have. 
appreciate mm. a little bit more, and th- that is going to continue. David's going to mm. give me a bit of info. And but I that's all it is. The problem with cricket is there's lots, there's lots of stuff, and it looks overwhelming. And like, why is everyone dressed in white? What, what's all that stuff on the scoreboard? It's the sun, <laughs> isn't it? The white, white clothes. Yes, is it? And, there's, and there's your answer. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, like, you know, there's like, what's all that stuff on the scoreboard? Who are the old well, men? random men. Why are they all standing around eating bananas? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you know about the little battles that are going on, then you'll you'll really love it. Well, that that's, was the, that's that was the bit I liked. The bit David said that got me in was when he said about wicket keepers gobbing off right. at the batsman to put them off and i was like do that i was like right that i'm yeah. interested now i'm sort of like going okay what do you mean because i thought when you think about cricket you think everyone's just sort of when you think about cricket, when one thinks about cricket <laughs> they go oh it, just chaps you know but not someone going you piece of shit you know that or something yeah. or whatever. why do you like that size of your piece of shit <laughs> Well, you said that's what you said. Do they say you piece of shit? I don't know. I've never been that close to a cr- wicket keeper. I think they say a lot worse as, right, as well. Right there, right. But, but that's that's sort of why we started Tailenders because there's this there's there's this there is um people think cricket is one thing, but actually the people who really know it know that it's not it's not just that. That is a minority. The sort of really the sort of Parsho red trouser brigade wearing suits and ties at the cricket is like one bit of it. It's a loud bit of it, but it's a, a small bit of it. But really, cricket's all about village cricket and the, uh, celebrating the underdog, particularly English cricket. We've been terrible mainly forever, and there's 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 moments of, of joy. But it's like um, it, it, we got, we quite like the pain of it as well because it's quite a, it can be quite a sad sport. You know, when you're playing village cricket, there's tragedy everywhere. People breaking ankles and people getting hit in the head from dropped catches and stuff. And people just drinking, uh, smoking on the boundary and stuff. It's quite, it it is quite, uh, it's an amazing thing. getting a bit more into it now. Right, okay, so. Also, teas. Teas are huge in cricket. What are you going to have at five o'clock? Teas? What are you having for your tea? Yeah. Oh, we, I know you play for Chilling Life. You come in with these roasties. And <laughs> it's all about, fuck what's going on out there. Let's chomp on these. That's it. But that is, and also when, uh, a day out of the cricket, that sometimes the, 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 the least fun bit of it actually is the cricket. And it's about everyone yeah. sitting around and catching up with people. And it just, the pace of life is different when you're watching a test match. It, everything slows down and you can enjoy all the bits of it. And actually, like you said, it's like a novel, isn't it? But there's loads of fun stuff and the characters, I was sort of going to say the characters in the game are amazing. Not only the wicket keepers, but Felix, who does the podcast with us, he is obsessed with spinners and particularly left arm spinners. They tend to be the outsiders, the rogues. So I feel like Joe, you might, you might have an affinity for some of the, some of the spinners say, of the game, like your Phil Tufnels of the world, those sorts of people. Yeah. Right. Greg, I've got something to tell you. It's just come into my head. Please. Do you play cricket 22 on PlayStation? I don't. Do you know what? I had a self-imposed ban on video game about four years okay, ago. Like, but no, but I'm... Hang, I'm on, hang on. Hang on. I haven't told you. Hang on. If you play the career mode, mm. when you get picked for England, mm. suddenly this face will appear. Right. I'm the England manager on Cricket 22. What are you talking about? Oh, really? What, what am I talking what, about? What do you mean? Let me explain. <laughs> what do you mean you're a manager? So, so Big Ant, who made Cricket 22, got in touch with me. Said, so do you want to be on the new? Well, yeah. 
Yes, I did. <laughs> and um, so I had to take loads of photos, and they've what? created me as the England manager. And there's a scene where if you make it into the England side, um, uh, you come and meet me. <laughs> <laughs> and all, everyone around, so Joe Root's there, Jimmy Anderson's there, they're all stood around and I'm there saying, good luck, kid, give it your best. <laughs> no, my right. fucking you're not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. David, when you told me this, I thought it was just on your version of it. No. I thought it was you, they could put you in your version of no, the game. No, I'm on every, every Well, that's game. a bit di- I wonder why you were telling me this. I that's amazing. That's so a- I play cricket, I play on Twitch a lot, Greg, and mm. I play cricket almost all, you know, every day. And uh, to get through lockdown, because I was struggling mentally, <laughs> I, 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 I pretended to be England manager. And, um, yeah, so they got into contact, and I was like, wow, yeah. And so they you invited me over one. to the, they invited me over to the Boxing Day test match. That's why they did that. Little box. I couldn't make it because of COVID, but anyway. This makes this a lot more sense. But... I, I need to get I need to get back into it because it, oh honestly it's such a good game yeah have you did you play cricket nineteen no my it's so good my favourite ever game was Brian Lara cricket yeah, yeah, yeah. this but, is this is next next level like they've got Jimmy Anderson's um, yeah, Jimmy. action they've got so you're in it so I I, I am the England sure, can you send me a clip of it have you got they must have sent you what you're going to tell you what like. I've got here because this is <laughs> which meant... you might like. And so you had to record mess- all the voices and everything. Did, did you no, do- they asked me to do the voice and I sort of backed out because I got worried. So Why did you get worried? Because I thought I got an act, I've got to act and I don't <laughs> want them to go, oh God, the way he's performing. You, should have, done, you should have done Gittins as the manager. I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how do I send this? <laughs> um, Can you send it to the Zoom so we both get it? Is that possible? Yeah. Um, Share your screen I, if it's not. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I got, I was so excited. I really recommend playing that game. So I sent you a picture. This is me about a month before I was complete. Weirdly, I'm not. <laughs> you are much better looking on a computer I'm game. I'm standing on that game. You are, look at the, look at the perfect <gasps> shape of your neck. Oh, honestly... Can you imagine spending a night on that chest? Honestly. <laughs> the mouth. Look at you. you know, I'm sorry, no, no England manager has ever looked like that. You look like, no. um, you look like Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah it'd be it, less about the cricket if he took over, wouldn't it? <laughs> it? You look like a sort of um, Silicon Valley bloke who's just yeah. launching a new app for wellness. Yeah. Or something. You haven't got any shoulders, but you know they're going to be broad. <laughs> <laughs> But you've got to be managed by him, wouldn't you? Well, don't they? So they said to me... If or or massaged. Yeah. They said, um, I was going to meet all the England team and they were going to do it all together, and, but because of COVID. Um, that, so, that, that picture just showed me that there's... Um, the quick question, there's no, there's no hair on it. No, what? that was pre-hair. Right. I've now got hair. <clears throat> you sent me the full thing, didn't you? Um, yeah, f- when it was done and I genuinely I thought I didn't know it was actually going in the full Monty game <laughs> that's what you're dealing with Greg not some guy sometimes watches cricket you're, yeah yeah no, no you're talking to the England manager England manager in another world full respect <laughs> well there might there might be a vacancy 
Imagine that guy yeah. turned up. <laughs> yeah, raised some eyebrows, didn't it? We've replaced Chris Silverwood with this bald man. <laughs> with the man with the shiniest head this on the planet. computerised bald man. Yeah. Stunning uh, bald man. Okay, oh, I really recommend playing that game, though. Yeah, I, I think I should get involved, you know. I, I, I really... It sort of goes back to my early breakfast days where I would finish the show and then go and play Grand Theft Auto all day. And it wasn't great for my social life, mental health, well-being, mm. skin, uh, weight. Uh, can you slip back things. into it for a bit? <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> what are you trying to say? Yeah. But I'll get uh, back onto it, yeah. Well, if I've learned so, nothing else today, it's that, that, that I'm going I'm to start gaming. Well, Ben Stokes is on there. And Joffrey Archer started following me when I was playing once. Like, really? Fucking hell, Joffrey, started following me. <laughs> I tried to play it cool. And, hey, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> they all play. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy plays um, uh, Call of Duty, I think. And they, they all play. Yeah, they played a lot of it during lockdown. So they're Get all me into Cricket 22 yeah. and see would what he thinks about that guy. Jimmy turn up and Jimmy Anderson's playing as Jimmy Anderson? I've always... But one of, one of the things I've always sort of taken the piss out of Jimmy for is that when he... When we were doing our tour, he, was, he would sit in his little bunk on the bus and be playing on headphones against sort of 14-year-old French boys. <laughs> but they have no idea they're playing Call of Duty. It's one of the greatest sports people to have ever lived. Sort of being sort of like shooting Jimmy Anderson in the head in a gulag. Yeah. <laughs> Can you have some respect, please, Pierre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I always feel slightly disappointed when I see sportsmen play computer. I don't know what Me it too. is. I just I just want them to be superhuman and yeah, not what walk this planet. Just that they're normal. Uh, yeah, they're just unless better. you can be Ben Stokes of video games, don't do it. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> well we we've, we've hit that. Thank you so much, Greg. Thank you, mate. That's I've great. had such a nice time. Thanks, it's been mate. really lovely getting a little insight. Into um, your uh, well, thanks. It's been it's been great to talk. Wife. I, I, I am, but, yeah. <laughs> Don't take your headphones off yet, if I was you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, wondered, I wondered why she soundproofed the room. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I'm 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 big fans of both of you, and I'm oh, I'm really oh. pleased to be on. So, cheers. And obviously, if there's any tickets for any games, and you're like, God, who can I ask? But he's a nice guy. Dude. I'd love that. <laughs> I would actually love to go and watch some tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go for it. I would. Yeah. David could yeah. ask you about Radio 1 for another two to three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what car does Sarah Cox drive? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you, Greg. Thanks, Brilliant. guys. Thanks so much. Loved it. See Thanks you later. Bye, bye. 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 <laughs>